Nothing beats hard work, enthusiasm filled with drive. Such hard work is the key that makes one truly alive. To be able to see what no one else can and problem solve with an original plan. To restore order where chaos once reigned. To understand what before could never be explained. Will lead to such an ethic of action that no other could understand the attraction. And they might say something like, wow, you worked hard. Your dedication never dropped guard. Just let them think it, but we both know that that's not right. It's just not so. Because hard work in its purest state opens up every door and gate. Does that sound like labor at all? No, hard work happens in response to a call. From one higher, one better, one who knows, and coming from him, you know how that goes. Days, weeks, and months putting sweat on your head, but they only feel like moments instead. Hard work like that leads to a changing action. And that's the hard work that brings about satisfaction. And that is Hard Work by Jason Tomlinson. And I'm here with the hard work master himself, Scott King, King Handyman Service. Thanks for hanging out, my man. (laughs) Good to be here, man. Heck yeah. So I'm fired up to hear about what's going on in the world of the handyman service. Um, I know you got a whole lot of gigs going on, but... Before we, get in, before we get into what's going on, what, what has brought Scott to today? In other words, what, where'd you begin? Did, are, you from, are you from the area? No, sir, I am not from the area. I am originally from California. Yep, uh, and music took me to Nashville. Then Nashville um, was wonderful, but then uh, a major life change. I um, gained my first grandson. Wow. And that uh, definitely made me make the change to Columbia, South Carolina. So I'm here pretty much because of my my grandson. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, so you were in a band that brought you to Nashville or what what was the... (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole nother podcast, but I'll tell you what. Give me this I'll brief it. I'll brief it. Yes. uh, I played in... uh, I played many bands since I was 12 years old. Um, played a lot of music in California, then moved to Nashville, Tennessee to do the same. Yeah. Uh, and did that for 27 years. Worked at a jingle house, Worked at, played in many different bands. And then once uh, my family was growing, uh, I, need, I definitely needed to be a part of his life. So we decided to move to Columbia, South Carolina. Heck so yeah. here I am. Heck yeah. Well, um, that's awesome, you know, your musical background. But at some point in time, you started pulling the tool belt out. And <laughs> where did that begin? Well, honestly, that's always been a sideline gig for me. Um, I'm going to make this brief because we can go into long tangents about things. So here goes. <laughs> I was that kid that if the record player didn't work, yeah. I figured it out. Okay. I tore it apart and figured it out. But as a musician, we always need side work. So I got into the apartment business back in 1986. Oh, wow. Actually, 85. Um, Anyways, and I've been in it uh, ever since. Um, In and out uh, many times, but I've stuck with it. I did have a short stint, and I still am a realtor selling land, but I was still doing repairs at the same time. So you've been working and fixing and doing stuff with your hands since 86. Absolutely. Well, before that, but Even yes. before that. Making a living at it, yes, 1986. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be, just, when you're in an apartment um, business, I mean, stuff's got to be breaking left and right. I mean, the rentals, 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yes. But an interesting story, though, uh, right? Do tell. When I moved to Columbia, South Carolina, it was two weeks before the flood. Okay. And I had no, I was not going to get into home repair. I thought I was done. 2015, I said I was out and then moved to Columbia, South Carolina. I put my tool belt in the, in the uh, attic. Thought yeah. I would never pull it out again as far as to make money. Um, always going to do repairs because my wife, uh, she's always needing something done. <laughs> At the house. So, uh, yeah. anyways, the flood hit. Oh, yeah. Two weeks after moving to Columbia, South Carolina, the flood hit. And honestly, I just pulled the tool belt out purely to help people. I didn't make a dime. I didn't want to make a dime. So, for two weeks straight, I just helped people. I just randomly went to people's houses that were struggling. Water heaters weren't working plumbing issues, whatever I could do to fix and help people at that time, I just did it. Yeah. And then after two weeks, people kept bothering me about doing stuff. So I said, <laughs> hey, I can't do this for free anymore. And they're like, oh, no, 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 come on, come on, we'll uh, we'll pay you. Uh, and that's how it started. And you got back in the game. Got back of. in the game by accident. <laughs> All right, well, um, in – the uh, the business of handyman services. Are you working inside, outside? I mean, wh- where do you kind of draw your like? Oh, I'm not going to do that, but I'm definitely you know down for do like electric or I mean, kind of give me a little overview of your skill set. Well, I do everything. Um, there are a few things I don't want to do because I'm really not equipped. Yeah. Uh, for example, I'm not going to tear your roof off and re-roof your roof. I'm not equipped to do that. I don't really want to do gutter systems either because a lot of those guys have uh, equipment designed to do only that, where you can feed a 40-foot piece of gutter out of the back of your van. I don't have that equipment. Yeah. Um, so I really just stick with the things that I'm very comfortable doing. Yeah. Um, in the apartment industry, we basically did everything. Uh, HVAC to plumbing, electrical, drywall, painting, carpentry, laying floors, car, you know, just everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty much comfortable doing most, but I'm limited because of how many people I have working with me. And I don't. So I just do what I can handle. Okay. Well, let's say you got to pick two and you got to stay in these two lanes. Which ones are you going to be doing? Probably plumbing. And uh, carpentry. Carpentry. I, I thought so. Yeah, you've got some awesome carpentry work. Um, what's your s- scope? Like, how far are you going? You know, if you get a service call. How f- oh, oh, well, I definitely have gone a little bit over an hour yeah. one way, actually. Take that back. I had one job where I worked in Charleston, and they hired me, and I came out and worked like four days. Yeah. So they let me stay there. So that's as far as I've gone. Okay. Yeah. Do you like working? I know some handymen just like working with homeowners. Are you down to work with realtors or what kind of where, you know, who's, who's like your customer that, uh, who takes up the majority of your book, I guess? Um, homeowners. Yeah. I don't like third party most, uh, for the most part. I do have a couple companies that I work for that are third party and third party means 
you have a third person that pays you instead of the customer directly. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I do the job I like to get paid. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I understand that it being in home improvement. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, I mean, I've been to your house and I've seen your house is like, <laughs> you've le- roofed my house, legit home improvement, uh, Mecca. Do you, do you like working on your own house or is that your wife? That's, I mean, it looked like you put some love into it. I absolutely do love it. Um, sometimes I get tired though. Uh, when I get home and you don't feel like doing it. <laughs> so basically I try to give my wife a day per week. Yeah. And so she can give me a list of things to do and, I try to knock it out in that one day. You're a good man. I don't think many many husbands out there are doing a whole she day. Wouldn't, she may not agree with that. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll have to ask her what's really going on, I guess. Let's talk about the B&I Network. You're a, a B&I, aren't you? Absolutely. Heck yeah. Absolutely. We were in a chapter for a little bit. I think we were. Yes, we were. How has that impacted your business? I love B&I. B&I has been wonderful. Um Relationships are probably the most important thing that I've gotten out of BNI. Yeah. Granted, everybody will say in BNI we're there to make money, and I agree with that concept because if we didn't make money, we couldn't stay in business. But I also believe in the relationship factor. Yeah. And I think the money will come if you build a good, solid relationship, and if people can see that you are a man of integrity, or if your company is based on integrity, you're going to get business based on. Yeah. So, but I love BNI. BNI is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And you recently, I, I saw one of your recent presentations. It's interesting how you kind of mix <laughs> your world. Um, pretty sure you had your drum set in there. Yeah, I had a drum set, and I had what's called a hand pan. Actually, two hand pans. Yeah. And I had a cajon, uh, which is another percussive uh, device. But I didn't use that, and I barely used the drum kit. Uh, but yeah, I did that because I wanted to describe what harmony is like in the house. And I used those instruments as tools. And when the house isn't in harmony, you can definitely tell. And so if I play a bunch of bad notes and a bunch of bad percussion, it will irritate you. Well, if your toilet doesn't work, that will irritate you as well. (laughs) I'll be honest, um, between that presentation and the, uh, old Zoom days when you hopped on in the helicopter, you made quite a name for yourself in B&I. <laughs> so. I was just freaked out. I thought you couldn't miss uh, a, a, a meeting. So, And it was, I want to say, my third or fourth week. And I just, if I get a chance to fly, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going to go fly. So, yeah. A man of many talents. Uh, a few. All right, well, let's talk about a couple of the others. Um what you got on your wrist? What's, what you rocking today? Uh, it's a Rolex Yachtmaster too. Very cool. Yeah, I'm a watch nut. I'm a collector, mostly collect. Very rarely, rarely will I sell a watch, but occasionally I have. But I love, I love timepieces. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Very cool. And you, you mentioned you're also in real estate. What's your current, um, you know, activity in that market? Yep. Well, the gentleman I was in the helicopter with owns a company called the Waterfront Group. Yeah. And they've been around since 1998, I believe. And uh, he's a land developer. And so I don't sell real estate like as in houses. Yeah. I sell secondary property, property on the water and yeah. the mountains. Um, so, and I've been doing that since 
20, no, 2001. So, and I love it. It's an incredible, that's another, that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> time because I can go into that for a long time. But anyways, yes. So I do that. Sell land. Heck yeah. Selling land, collecting watches, hitting the drums. Tell me a little bit about the band you play in. Well, I play in a few different bands. Right now I'm in a band called Dragline Silk. Okay. And uh, it's like a top 40 cover band. Um, I play in another band with Webb Hulan, and it's uh, Blues Intrusion. Cool. And uh, that's a great project as well. I play with uh, Rod and Friends, uh, Walter Hemingway and Rod. Uh, Rod, I can't think of his last name, and that's really bad. Um, anyways, we'll, we'll come back to that. But yes, that's another project called Rod and Friends. Um, and then uh, I play in another uh, project, which is multiple musicians, oh. over 20 musicians. Wow. And they all get together, but they're part of a group back in the day called Isabel's Gift. Yeah. And Jason uh, put this project together, and about every quarter we will pull in music from who knows where, and we'll just cover like multiple songs from that era, or like, for example, the Ramones. We did a Ramones show, and just multiple songs by the Ramones. And so it's it's a very fun, cool project. <laughs> yeah. When's the next show? When, when can we uh, see Actually, it? it's the 22nd uh, coming up this month. The 22nd. So there's a show at uh, the Art Bar. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. Back to the business of uh the the service how does your operation work do you do you have any a buddy that you can pull in if you get a bigger project or you know what absolutely okay so you do have some team elements to help out absolutely i have a couple contractors and if it's a job that that i can't handle i'll pull i'll pull some other people in okay yeah. actually i'm just giving it to them yeah okay um because i don't want to lose a customer base yeah so it keeps them happy and i make sure it's done right well, you've got a big and awesome customer base, you know, lots of happy people. So that's yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Mr. King's Handyman Service. Yeah. Um, and there's, you can see many jobs that I've done. I have over 2,000 pictures online. Thank you. Um, and for the most part, that's how people find me. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, having you work on my house. You did an awesome job. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm all into home improvement, too. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, that was I awesome. I know you are. <laughs> and, um, you know, thanks for telling us about all the, the stuff you do. You're a hardworking man, making it happen out here. Thanks for hanging out. And, uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. You know that's my slogan, getting it done. Getting it done. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The man himself. Yeah.